Before we start today's podcast, a quick heads up on Sheerlux's VIP club. From restaurants, bars and hotels to beauty, wellness and shopping, Sheerlux partners with some of London's best destinations and hottest brands to bring its VIPs exclusive monthly offers. So why not sign up? It'll cost you just £5 a month or £50 for the year. Use your card once or twice and you'll have made that amount back in no time. For more information, visit sheerluxvip.com. A quick announcement about the Brief podcast. If you're enjoying being kept in the know about the latest current affairs news, then you'll want to subscribe to the Brief podcast as well as the Sherlux podcast, as we'll be moving the Brief over to its own designated podcast channel in the next few weeks. Simply search the Brief podcast in your podcast app and hit subscribe to stay informed. Time poor? Never get around to watching or reading the news? Aware you're not quite as on top of what's happening in the world as you should be? Well, the Brief Daily from Sheerlux.com is the daily email that brings you the scoop on the breaking news and current affairs you need to know about each day. In this weekly podcast, we round up all those stories into one neat episode. So subscribe, keep listening and stay informed. Today is the 28th of June and these are the main stories this week. An extended heatwave across the UK triggered wildfires on Saddleworth Moor in Greater Manchester, where a major incident was declared on Tuesday. The army has been called in to help firefighters who have tackled the blaze, which covers an area of 3.7 miles. More than 150 people have been evacuated from their homes in the surrounding area. The record for the hottest day of the year was broken on three successive days this week, with temperatures reaching almost 32 degrees Celsius in some areas of Wales. Gritters and emergency action teams have been mobilised, amid fears motorways and main roads could begin to melt. Police are warning the public not to swim in open water after a 17-year-old became the third person to drown this week. The hot weather is expected to continue until at least Sunday. MPs approved controversial plans to build a third runway at London's Heathrow Airport by 415 votes to 119. Conservative MPs were under orders to support the government, but Foreign Secretary Boris Johnson, who has fiercely opposed the project, missed the vote as he was visiting Afghanistan. Labour's official opposition was to oppose expansion, although its MPs were given a free vote and the majority voted in favour. The SNP abstained. The government pledged the airport will be built at no cost to the taxpayer, will create 100,000 jobs and will benefit the entire country through guaranteed internal flights around the UK. Ahead of Monday night's vote, environmental activists staged a lie-in protest in the central lobby of Parliament. Business leaders have enthusiastically welcomed the result. Recep Tayyip Erdogan told his supporters Turkey is an example to the world after securing a new five-year term as the country's president. State media reported that Erdogan received 53% of the vote, while his nearest rival, Muharrem Ince, won 31%. The opposition vowed to continue its democratic fight, whatever the result, after previously accusing state-run news sources of manipulation in their reporting of the election. Erdogan will assume sweeping new powers under Turkey's new constitution. These include the authority to directly appoint top officials, including ministers, to intervene in the legal system, and to impose a state of emergency. His critics say the changes will place too much power in one person's hands. UK news. A man was arrested following a bomb scare at London's Charing Cross station last Friday. The 38-year-old man allegedly went onto the tracks at the station and falsely claimed to have a bomb. He was later detained by armed police under the Mental Health Act. 
Metropolitan Police and British Transport Police Specialist Firearms Officers have thanked the public for their cooperation and understanding. The incident caused considerable delays on Friday morning, but services returned to normal later on. Uber was granted a short-term licence to operate in London following a two-day hearing at Westminster Magistrates Court. Last September, TfL refused to renew the licence as it said the US taxi app was not a fit and proper operator. Uber's new licence is subject to a 15-month probationary period. The chief magistrate at the hearing ordered Uber to pay TfL's legal cost of £425,000. The company says it has made significant changes since losing its licence, such as tightening its procedures on reporting criminal actions by drivers. Prince William expressed hope for lasting peace between Israelis and Palestinians during a visit to the West Bank on Wednesday. President Reuven Rivlin of Israel had previously urged the prince to take a message of peace to Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas. Prince William, who held separate talks with Rivlin and Abbas, is the first royal family member to make an official visit to the Palestinian-occupied territories. On Tuesday, he met Israeli Eurovision winner Netta Barzilai in Tel Aviv. During his tour of the Middle East, Prince William also visited the spot where his wife, the Duchess of Cambridge, was pictured as a child when the Middleton family briefly lived in Jordan. The European Court of Justice has ruled that UK law discriminated against the transgender woman who was denied a female state pension aged 60 because she chose not to annul her marriage. Under UK law, trans people acquire the right to formally change their gender by obtaining a full gender recognition certificate. However, a certificate cannot be issued to a married person who does not have their marriage annulled on the basis of their gender change. The transgender woman at the centre of the case, who has been identified only as MB, said she preferred to stay married to her wife in the sight of God. The ECJ issued a verdict in her support, concluding that a person who has changed gender should be allowed to stay married and receive a pension. Pupils are secretly taking pictures up teachers' skirts and posting them on social media. Executives at a teachers' union described the recent increase in the behaviour as quite disturbing and warned that there are not sufficient mechanisms in place to protect teachers. The comments came after the government introduced legislation to make upskirting a criminal offence which could see offenders placed on the sex offenders' register. Two House of Commons committees proposed a new tax for the over-40s to help pay for elderly care for all. Under the proposals, retired people would also have to pay the tax if they have lucrative pensions or investments. The contribution, dubbed a social care premium by MPs, could then be used to ensure everyone who needs support in old age could get it. Currently, only the poorest get help towards the cost of care. Others have to pay for it themselves, with one in ten facing lifetime costs of more than £100,000. According to Ipsos Mori, only 15% of people think the current system is fair. In health news, experts warned there is no strong evidence to support concerns that screen time is bad for children. Researchers from several UK universities say the World Health Organization acted prematurely in recognising a so-called gaming disorder. The experts claim the correlation between screen time and negative health impacts is extremely small and that 99% of a child's well-being has nothing measurable to do with screens. The comments follow calls from Culture Secretary Matt Hancock for parents to impose strict limits on their children's time playing video games. Birmingham and Hindburn in Lancashire are the UK's worst areas for food hygiene for the second year running. Consumer watchdog Witch analysed the number of interventions in food businesses by standards bodies and concluded that Birmingham City Council has a poor record for carrying out inspections. Just 43% of medium and high-risk food businesses in Birmingham met food compliance standards, 
while this figure was around 40% for Hindburn. Both local authorities dispute the findings and say the data is out of date. Earwash in Derbyshire was found to be best for food hygiene. The NHS is falling behind other countries on treating common, life-threatening illnesses. A think tank report to mark the health service's upcoming 70th anniversary found the UK is a below-average performer on preventing deaths from heart attacks, strokes and cancer. However, it acknowledged that the NHS receives less funding than the services in the other 18 nations studied. According to the analysis, the NHS does have some definite strengths, including unusually good financial protection for patients from the consequences of ill health. Nigel Edwards of the Nuffield Trust think tank said the NHS is run with very scarce resources, resulting in poor outcomes in some vital areas. Almost half of women aged 25 to 34 do not have an enjoyable sex life. A survey by Public Health England found that overall sexual satisfaction increased with age. Less than a third of women aged 55 to 64 reported a lack of enjoyable sex in the past 12 months. The findings are part of a groundbreaking study of 7,000 women over the age of 16 to guide future policy on reproductive health. It found avoiding unwanted pregnancy was women's biggest concern overall, followed by having an enjoyable sex life and managing painful periods. The Supreme Court has ruled in favour of a heterosexual couple who say the law excluding straight couples from entering into civil partnerships is discriminatory. Justices at the Supreme Court ruled unanimously in favour of Rebecca Steinfeld and Charles Keaton in a decision that will put pressure on the government to change the law. The pair from West London launched their campaign to open up civil partnerships because they believe the institution of marriage is patriarchal and sexist. In business news, aircraft manufacturer Airbus warned it could leave the UK if the country leaves the EU single market and customs unions without a transition deal. The company insisted that the warning was not part of Project Fear, but rather a dawning reality. Airbus employs around 14,000 people at 25 sites in the UK and supports more than 100,000 jobs in the wider supply chain. Airbus Chief Operating Officer Tom Williams called on the government to provide more detail about its Brexit trade plans as the lack of clarity could force companies to abandon the UK. Senior government ministers have criticised Airbus for its comments, with Health Secretary Jeremy Hunt saying that threats from businesses are completely inappropriate. Harley-Davidson announced plans to shift the production of some of its bikes out of the US in response to new European tariffs on motorcycle imports. The US company said the EU's retaliation to Donald Trump's steel tariffs could cost up to $100 million over the next couple of years. Harley-Davidson will therefore move production for its European bikes to international facilities in a move expected to save more than $2,000 per bike. The decision is a blow to the Trump administration, which defended its imposition of tariffs on the EU as part of a strategy to boost jobs in the US. The John Lewis Partnership warned half-year profits for the year will be close to zero and full-year profits will be substantially lower than last year. The group also revealed that its Waitrose chain will close five shops, two in Manchester, one in Birmingham and one in central London. In a statement on Wednesday, John Lewis acknowledged that the retail sector is going through a generational change and promised to invest more in unique products and services, as well as focusing more on its own brand. In sports news, Harry Kane was on course to win the Golden Boot this week after scoring a hat-trick during England's 6-1 victory over Panama last Sunday. The dramatic win, which was England's highest ever score in a World Cup match, secured the national side's place in the last 16. On Thursday, England were due to face Belgium to decide who will come top of the group. 
On Wednesday, the government announced the St George's Cross flag will fly over 10 Downing Street for each of England's remaining World Cup matches, as well as for next year's women's tournament. The Prime Minister told MPs she will encourage other departments across Whitehall to adopt the practice for as long as England stays in the tournament. Defending champions Germany were eliminated from the World Cup on Wednesday after losing 2-0 to South Korea. It marks the first time a German side has left the tournament in the first stage since 1938. Conservative MP Damien Collins launched a bid to outlaw homophobic chants at football matches. Collins has been working with former Wales rugby union captain Gareth Thomas on the bill, which would ban songs with indecent references to sexual orientation or gender identity. Chanting of an indecent or racialist nature is already banned under the Football Offences Act. Thomas, who made 100 appearances for Wales, came out as gay in 2009, shortly after he and his wife divorced. Seven-time Wimbledon champion Serena Williams will be the 25th seed for this year's tournament, despite being ranked 183rd in the world after taking time out to have her daughter in September. As a consequence, Slovakian world number 32, Dominika Chibulkova, has not been seeded, a decision she describes as unfair. Romania's Simona Halep is the top seed in the women's competition, while Roger Federer is top in the men's. British number ones Johanna Conter and Carl Edmund are seeded 22nd in their respective draws. Andy Murray will compete at Wimbledon, which starts on Monday, but he cannot be seeded as he currently sits outside the top 32 due to a hip injury. In environmental news, MPs announced the launch of a probe into how the fashion industry can improve on sustainability. A report by campaign group RAP suggests that about 300,000 tonnes of clothing are thrown away in the UK each year. This makes fashion the industry with the fourth largest environmental impact after housing, transport and foods. The investigation comes amid a growing outcry against the phenomenon of fast fashion, which is characterised by cheap clothing with a quick turnover that encourages people to keep buying. Morrison started selling fresh produce in paper rather than plastic bags as the company tries to reduce plastic waste. The UK's fourth largest supermarket chain says it will mean 150 million fewer plastic bags are used each year. Morrison's is also encouraging customers to help in cutting down on plastic by bringing their own containers to the butchers and fishmongers counters in return for extra loyalty points. The UK has a target to ban avoidable waste by 2042 and all supermarkets are taking firm steps to cut plastic use. In January this year, Iceland said it would eliminate or drastically reduce plastic packaging of all its own label products by the end of 2023. Marks & Spencer, meanwhile, said all its product packaging will be widely recyclable by 2022. Elsewhere in the world. Historic former astronaut Buzz Aldrin is suing two of his children and a business manager over accusations of fraud, exploiting the elderly and slander by suggesting he has dementia. The 88-year-old filed the lawsuit in Florida a week after his children, Andrew and Janice, filed a petition asking to be named their father's guardian due to his alleged memory loss and paranoia. Court-appointed mental health experts were due to evaluate Aldrin this week. He previously underwent an evaluation by a geriatric psychiatrist in April, who said he scored superior to normal for his age. Aldrin was the second man to walk on the moon after fellow astronaut Neil Armstrong in 1969. The U.S. Oscars Academy announced a record-breaking 928 new members in a push for increased diversity. Industry professionals included in the latest batch are 49% female and 38% people of colour. Popular names include Daniel Kluwer, who received an Oscar nomination for his role in Get Out, 
Girl Strips Tiffany Haddish, and Game of Thrones Amelia Clark. Since 2014, the Academy has faced criticism under the Oscar So White hashtag for the lack of people of colour nominated for awards. The safety operator of a self-driving Uber was watching TV just before the vehicle was involved in a fatal collision. The Uber struck and killed pedestrian Elaine Herzberg in Arizona in March. A police report suggested the operator Rafaela Vasquez had been streaming an episode of talent show The Voice rather than monitoring the car. It is understood that Vasquez could face charges of vehicle manslaughter. The report comes less than a month after a preliminary investigation found the Uber failed to identify Herzberg as a pedestrian and took no action to avoid hitting her. The Supreme Court upheld Donald Trump's travel ban, which covers people from several Muslim-majority countries. Lower courts had deemed the ban unconstitutional, concluding it discriminated on the basis of religion. However, US top court has now reversed the decision with a 5-4 majority ruling. The verdict is being viewed as a major victory for the Trump administration. The ban prohibits most people from Iran, Libya, Somalia, Syria and Yemen from entering the US. It is widely opposed by refugee and human rights groups. The Trump administration argues the measure will protect national security. A US judge ordered that migrant children who are separated from their parents at the US-Mexico border should be reunited within 30 days, while under five should be reunited within 14 days. More than 2,300 migrant children have been taken from their parents since early May under the Trump administration's controversial policy, which seeks to criminally prosecute anyone crossing the border illegally. Last week, Trump issued an executive order promising to keep families together in migrant detention centres, but the wording was vague on when and how the separated families would be reunited. North Korea has continued to upgrade its only known nuclear reactor, which is used to fuel its weapons programme, despite a pledge to denuclearize. New satellite images show improvements to the Yongbyon nuclear plant are continuing at a rapid pace. Experts say the development points to the importance of committing the North to a concrete denuclearization agreement, rather than the vague promises made when Kim Jong-un met US President Donald Trump in Singapore earlier this month. Health authorities in Australia are carrying out a major inquiry into a gynaecologist who mutilated and performed unnecessary operations on dozens of women over decades. One patient died after disgraced doctor Emil Shorky guyard operated on her and failed to administer proper treatment. Others had healthy reproductive organs removed. The New South Wales Department of Health has since announced it is setting up an independent special counsel probe and a dedicated telephone line encouraging his victims to get in touch. The investigation could result in Guyard being banned for life and the case may be referred to police if criminal conduct is found. Our facts of the week are Music video streams and downloads will count towards the UK singles chart for the first time. The official charts company announced that the change will come into effect on Friday. Unofficial videos and user-generated content featuring music will not count, but official videos played in the UK on YouTube, Apple, Spotify and other channels will. Running can improve your mood and state of mind. A recent study found a half-hour run can make your brain process information more quickly, while separate research found that interval sprints for 10 minutes can boost problem-solving. The colour cyan between green and blue is a hidden factor in encouraging or preventing sleep. Researchers say higher levels of cyan keep people awake, while reducing cyan is associated with helping sleep. And finally, the UK is facing a halloumi shortage, as farmers in Cyprus struggle to meet a surge in demand. In recent years, the semi-hard salty cheese has become a staple on restaurant menus and at barbecues. The hot summer weather is set to increase demand further. 
That's it for this week. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.